Galway Bay FM Sports News with Western Motors, the home of Volkswagen and Galway. Visit VolkswagenGalway.ie. Now, John um, joins me, John Mulligan joins me back at base. But, John, Aoife Mannion, uh, who's being called up to the women's squad, has her roots in Hedford, you tell me. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're, we're working on it at the moment. We believe that uh, Aoife Mannion, who's a Manchester United defender, called into Vera Powell's squad of 26 for their uh, training camp in Spain, um, has cousins in Hedford. She's one of two fresh call-ups to the Ireland squad for that training camp. And they will also play China in a friendly as well on February the 22nd. The other by the way is the Washington Spirit forward Marisa Shiva so um, good news for uh, Aoife Mannion she's part of the Ireland squad no need for had injury injury unfortunately um, has her ruled out but Heather Payne is back in the squad after missing November's uh, friendly win over Morocco and uh, Savannah McCarthy formerly of uh, Goa United Women's Football Club now playing with Shamrock Rovers she's also out uh, through injury but there is a nice connection Keith that has to be said for uh, uh, for you as well where you are that uh, Hedford can call another one of their own and also someone who could be playing in the World Cup in Australia this summer. So that's something to uh, uh, keep an eye out for as well. We believe she's got cousins down there. Uh, staying with uh, soccer, by the way, Go United are in action tonight. It's their last pre-season friendly ahead of the uh, start of the season next week. They're taking on Shelburne at AMDC Park with a 7.30 kick-off. I'm uh, going to Gaelic Games briefly because it's a very busy weekend of Gaelic Games. You've got... Uh, the Goy Hurling team, of course, playing on Sunday when they take on Cork in the Alliance National League. The Goy team will be named tonight at 9pm. Cork named their team last night. There's four changes from the side that beat Limerick. You've got the uh, three post-primary schools football finals and two Camogie All-Ireland semi-finals as well at uh, post-primary junior level and the Purcell Cup as well for the University of Galway. All happening this weekend. By the way, the University of Galway will play their semi-final of the Purcell Cup uh, against uh, SETU Carlo. Uh, tomorrow uh, tomorrow afternoon I think it's down for 2 o'clock now we're going to go to rugby and uh, strong Connor connection to the Irish under 20 squad who take on France this evening in Musgrave Park uh, John Devine from Corinthians Hugh Gavin from Galwegians they're on the starting 15 Corinthians Fikna Barrett and Buccaneers Harry West are on the replacements 8 o'clock kickoff for that Ireland looking to make it 2 from 2 mm. after a very impressive win over Wales uh, moving to news of golf and Tom McCribbin has a share of the lead now in the Singapore Classic he finished up with a 69 for 11 under par he shares lead with uh, waning Ding uh, in athletics the Goi Indoor Track and Field Championships are on this weekend uh, starting tomorrow and going on until Sunday there's ground racing at Goi Greyhound Stadium first race off 7.50 there's horse racing at Dundalk this evening first race there off at 5 to 4 and our tip stormy entry runs in the 6 o'clock Alright John have a good weekend we'll talk to you uh, next week uh, thanks indeed for joining us uh, now let me go to John Morley who has seven uh, sports guests uh, to speak with uh, this morning uh, John you have Seven. Seven, yeah. It's going to be the fast and furious today, Keith. So we're going to get through them as quick as we can. We're going to start off with the soccer front here in Hedford. I'm going to speak with the chairman of Moyne Villa. I'm joined here by Brian O'Connell. Brian, you're very welcome onto the programme. Brian, talk to us about soccer here in, in Hedford. It's, it's really a big and vast grassroots organisation you have. Yeah, good morning, John. Um, yeah, it's grown massively in the last five, six, seven years, and especially since the pandemic, where when we came out of the lockdowns, numbers boomed, uh, especially the lady side and the female side of the game. Um, they're probably 33% of our members now. There's over 250 curl members. Um, so that's going. So we care from our little villains. They started three years of age and we go to our over 35s. I think Martin over there, I think he's about 55. He's playing. And uh, we cover everyone. And it is really grassroots, community-focused that 
everyone can come in. Over there we have our our Hetford Hub is based out of the clubhouse. The Yoga Wellness Centre is there. We have a community walkway, community gym, the community playground. Um, Headfest is held there during the summer. We try to just encapsulate everyone we can in the from the community and beyond into it. Call United are using it for their academies. Um, so the more people that can, we can get in, we're, we're happy. We have our all-weather facility this year, which has been a massive help getting everyone out throughout the year. Um, but the way the numbers are growing, it's probably still not big enough for, uh, to incorporate everyone um, all the time to get everyone the pitch time they want. Um, but it has grown massively thanks to a very hard-working uh, committee. Um, and the players and our coaches are all volunteers. They're... I think we've 80 coaches now, um, which has doubled and trebled in the last 10 years. So we're uh, thrilled how it's going really and truly. You can really get the sense that it is embedded in the community here in Hedford. Talk to us about the history of the club. Um, they were formed in 1977, I think, in this very hall. Um, the first meeting was held here. Um, it's gone from... They've we're down the town first in the GA pitch when it was a community grounds and then they, they want enough room for everyone and we got in with the presentation sisters in the school just behind the hall here and in the early noughties we developed our second pitch the late just at the start of the recession the first time we could do anything we uh, developed our clubhouse and the playground and the walkway and then last year we developed uh, the, the full size all weather um, and that was through the help of all our members, the lateral players, our, the support of the business community in Hedford, both in Hedford and beyond. It's been a, we wouldn't have been able to do it without them, really. And the success of the club can really be seen in the players you've bred to League of Ireland level. Yeah, there's, you'll be talking to two of them here. Uh, currently, Kieran's our, Kieran's our poster boy. Um, he's, I remember his older brother played with my nephew so I used to always be at them matches and Kieran was probably eight or nine and he was there doing linesman um, he was running up and down the line so he's still around he's uh, he's back this year he's now our goalkeeper coach so he's back in giving back to where it started which we're thrilled with um, he's coaching our under 15 so he's I know where he gets the time um, but it's brilliant and he's he, everyone looks up to him all the goalkeepers now are going to their goal they see it's Kieran from school that was in school with them last year jeez I want to I want him to show him how, how he got that good it's brilliant well let's talk to the man himself Kieran. you're very welcome onto the programme uh, high praise there from your uh, your uh, Moyne Villa chairman here in the town uh, talk to us though about all your I suppose achievements and endeavours with uh, Goa United in the past four years yeah um, I signed with Goa when I was under 15 so it was five years ago and this is my fourth year involved with the club uh, it's been very good I can see myself getting better every single year uh, it started off under 15 I was a bit nervous everything and as I grew up under se second year of under 17 and more confident playing most of the games under 19 last year gaining more confidence and more stronger and now I think I'm at the top of my game to keep on going keep on getting better it's position, the goalkeeper, can be lonely at times and you can be the hero at times. But we've seen it across all codes, not just soccer and Gaelic football as well. It really has been a position that's come, I suppose, there's a lot more uh, respect, I think, given to the position. Yeah, definitely. I think it's the most important position on the pitch, 100%. It can be lonely, but also it can be a hero. But, you know, you have to do it for the team. There's a position on it. There's 11 positions and thankfully I'm number one on it. So 
I have to give it all for my team. And what's the ambition in terms of your soccer career? Would you like to progress to the senior levels of Go United or what's the, the end game? Yeah, definitely. I love to get up to the first team more often. I love to try and make, try and impress up in the first team, try and get it there, get, make my debut. And then obviously from there, get other clubs to look in, see if they like me and try and go abroad and see what life brings me. Well, best of luck, there's no bother to you, I'd say. We're going to change tact now. We're going to go to GEA. We're joined by Seamus McHugh. Seamus, you'd be well known to people in the town from a GEA background, but also from a teaching background as well. Yes, um, I've been involved at uh, the GA club all my life. Um, I suppose going back over 50 years now, and I taught in the parish here for 34 years. I actually taught the two people to my right here. I had the, the pleasure of having both of them in school. Clarence National School. Clarence National School, yes, yeah. And talk to us about your career with uh, Headford, uh, I suppose one of the, the big clubs here in North Galway. Yeah, um, well, as I said, I started playing with Headford uh, in 1971 and I finished in um, 1996, I think. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I enjoyed playing with the lads. Like you're playing with your own pals you went to school with and finished up playing with people I taught with. So it's just been a good while. But look, it's. <laughs> Sport is for the people who are playing it now, you know, if talking to old fogies, I think it's it's about um, the people here, both sides of me, and um, that's, uh, I'm still involved, but I'm involved to get enjoyment out of looking at the young people involved and trying to prog progress the, the club here in Hedford and to produce uh, players that will go on and represent our club at county level, uh, that's what we're trying to do. And who have you been most impressed, impressed with on that side of things? Well, Parik here to my right was on the Galway panel for um, a number of years there with Kevin Welch. At the moment, we have uh, Sean Birmingham. He's leaning out at full forward on the under-20 team tomorrow for Galway. I'd like to wish him the best. He's very committed to the game. And there's some very good young players coming through. But um, they, like every other club, there's you see lots of people with talent. But um, to get them to have the... I suppose the commitment and the the will to to put in the extra time to uh, carry that talent through to adulthood. That's the that's where the hitch is, you know. Talk to me about your Galway career. I know you're Galway captain, and uh, of course that that great game, the Twelve Apostles. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't one of the twelve though. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, it was a freakish game, and look at it, it was another game that. Um, Galway should have won and the West of Ireland should have won and looking back on it we've um, talking now from the West of Ireland point of view we've a very poor record in uh, in all Ireland finals in Dublin or in anywhere and um, it's uh, I think the, the, it's a it's not a talent it's not um, motivation it's not training I think we we, uh, we need to be we're not as cute as other people on the sidelines and I think a lot of games were lost that should have been won. And um, definitely our game with the Dubs in 19, uh, 1983, like that was, I'd say, one of the worst losses ever, you know. And it had a lot, very, it had a great effect, I think, on football in the county and on a number of the people that played in the game as well that day because it was there for us. And there's no way uh, you, can't, you can't blame anybody but ourselves for leaving it behind. 
He can't leave us Mayo people at all, Keith. I think we're getting a swipe there, so we are. Uh, we're joined now by uh, Porrick. Thank, thank uh, you Cunningham. for doing that, by the way. That, he, <laughs> he needed that slap in the neck, so he didn't. I'm joined now by Porrick Cunningham. Porrick, uh, you're one of the top lads uh, here for a Headford uh, GA point of view, and of course uh, you're involved there um, in the Goy panel in the past as well. Talk to us about the ambitions with Headford uh, going forward. Yeah, look, um, it's a growing community. It's kind of similar enough to Mine Villa. Um, it's a community that's trying to grow and get more coaches in, get more people playing, youngsters starting. Like we want to, we want to be creating more Seamus McHugh's and Sean Birmingham's of the club and getting more people like that involved in county panels. It's uh, kind of just really, it's an enjoyment for youngsters to get out, get playing, and even for adults as well to get back and get involved and get coaching and get helping out. It's like it's it's a community at the end of the day, like. What have you made of uh, Galway this year? Of course, getting to the All-Ireland final uh, there last year uh, under the stewardship of Porrick Joyce. Uh, we saw there recently uh, Damien Comer's injury. It's not looking that great for in 2023 for Galway. Yeah, look, um, a lot of people seem to be thinking it's panic stations, but at the end of the day, it's only the second league game so far this year. Like It's, it's going to be a long time till June. Hopefully Damien himself, like it isn't a bad injury and he can bounce back because we all know the qualities he has. Um, last year was a very tough year. They probably did come up against one of the greatest ever footballers to play the game um, in Kerry. And it's just unfortunate. Like It was a milestone to reach an All-Ireland final, get back playing. We want, obviously, we want to get back to the days of the Seamus McHughes and the Porrick Joyce. They're the play- people that have got over the line before. So we just want to try to get that back for them again. Um, as the supporters, it was a great year, it was a great summer for us. We were all behind them each step of the way and we just hope that they can replicate it again this year. I know no different to any other GA club. A lot of lads are going away, a lot of lads have moved with work and different things. So I'd say there's a lot of pressure on you to step up to the plate from a Headford point of view. Uh, no, not really, no, I don't. Uh, I'm not great under pressure now, so I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for talking to us, Fork. I'm joined now uh, from St. Fursa's Ladies GA Club now by uh, Aoife Malloy. Aoife, you're very welcome here with us. Of course, you play with Galway as well. It's uh, been a good few years for the Galway ladies. Yeah, it has. Uh, we were just unlucky last year to miss out on Meath by last kick of the game, but we're definitely growing and we've a lot of success underage, so we've all those players coming through now. And you've been right to the forefront now with the Little Ladies National Football League uh, season just underway the last few weeks. Yeah, no, we've had a good few weeks now. We bet um, Donegal and Dublin in the first two rounds and we drew with Meath there on the Bank Holiday Monday, so I think it was a fair result overall. We both had the chance to win it, but yeah, it was a fair result. It's a very exciting league and championship to look forward to from a ladies' fo- po- football point of view. A lot of teams really pushing hard, the likes of Kerry pushing hard, yourselves, uh, Meath, Donegal, a lot of the northern teams. It's going to be an exciting league and championship. Yeah, no, I think the days are gone where it was kind of Dublin winning it over and over again. Like anyone can come through and Meath proved that coming straight up from intermediate and winning the senior and it could be anyone this year, you know, you can't predict it. What's your ambitions with Galway going forward from a personal point of view this year? Well, I suppose it's my first year starting so far anyways. Um, so I'd like to be breaking onto the team starting this year. So we'll see how it goes. Best of luck with that. Uh, I'm going to turn tech now to rugby. And I'm joined uh, by Una Nocton. Una, you're very welcome on to the programme. Talk to us a bit about uh, Corrub Rugby Football Club. I know the ladies team is relatively new. Yes, so um, Corrub was founded in 1981 caters for all boys and girls from age six up so the the women's team um originally uh, started in 1996 so it was reignited last year um following a great success with our give it a try program in 2019 where we um recruit 
started a programme to encourage girls into rugby. Um, and that was one of the most successful programmes in 2019. And we now have over 400 members in Corrib. 45% of our membership are female. And our women's team started last year and um, we're still relatively new. Uh, we have over 65 volunteers within the club between coaches and committee members and we're always looking for new players, new volunteers. We've grown hugely in the last number of years. We're continually looking for fundraising to expand our facilities to cater for the ever-growing membership within our club. You're a very busy woman, I know, at the club. You, you play, you coach, you're also the welfare officer. How do you keep going? It's just, it's, it's, it's enjoyment. It's, it, it's a community-based sport, the same as all the other uh, clubs here as well. Um, it, it's, it's the team that pulls you together. It's the players, uh, it's your committee members, it's your coaches. It's, it's just such a wonderful sport. Um, it's great enjoyment. Um, it's something to do, especially in the wintertime. Um, instead of being stuck inside on a cold evening, you're outside, you're keeping fish, you're keeping going, um, and you've got your teammates there for support and club members. Well, Keith, I'm delighted to say we're joined by a gold medalist here. Now, I'm joined by uh, Maria Hannan. Maria, talk to us uh, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Maria Hannan. I live in Clover. I'm my mum and dad. I'm the Pluty Theatre, Galway, Monday to Thursday. And we go to Bishwell's Hub on the Jumbo on Friday. Tell me about your involvement in sport. I love sport and training gymnastics and swimming basketball for Olympics and training every Wednesday for gymnastics in Clover with my coach Trisha Daven. I started swimming when I was five years old. I started in gymnastics basketball when I was ten. And tell me, you are a gold medalist. I'm feeling very inadequate here, Keith. Uh, talk to us about the gold medal win. Yeah, I took part in the National Games in Mimerick, the third part team. In the basketball, I won the boss medal. The Dolly Jean, I went to the National Games in Dublin. In the Dolly Jean, I went to the National Games in Dublin. I won three gold medals in gymnastics. I've been a women hope and ball, I love sport. I follow me with football and maybe with shackle rugby. A Mayo supporter as well, Keith. That's the good way to end it, I think. Uh, thank you all for joining us here. A lot of talent here, sport talent in Headford. Uh, there really is, and uh, well done to all involved. And give them a round of applause. Seven of them all together. Congratulations to you guys, and uh, well done. Thanks indeed for joining us uh, today. Now, let's take a short commercial break, and we're back, and uh, we're joined by musicians and a little bit of fun and a little bit of history and all of that between now and 12 midday. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. Now, very good morning to you. Welcome in. We're coming to you live from Hedford. I nearly forgot to put the headphones on. I'm joined in studio by Matthew Burrell and uh, by Sarah Brookfield as well. Matthew, how are you? Good, Keith. Thanks for having me on. Congratulations. Uh, you're as busy as ever. Yeah, yeah. Kept going, thankfully, after... Uh, and you're heading into the Tide York shortly? Yeah, uh, my first... Uh, a gig under my own name in the Tyviark so on Sunday the 26th that's coming up as a trio wow yeah, wow. yeah. Sarah how are you tell I'm me, good tell me you? a little bit about yourself um well my name is Sarah Brookfield I'm from Hedford here born and raised I'm 17 I'm in Leaving Cert 
Um, and do you I, love music? I do. <laughs> what, 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 what part of music do you like best? Um, probably writing, listening, everything. I, I don't know, I couldn't really choose a part of music that I like best. It's kind of my But my you, brought, you brought a guitar with you, so you did. I did. <laughs> so what are you going to do with the guitar now, tell me? Um, well, I can play a little, little Would you? bit of a tune. And then we have a, chat, a further chat on it, yeah. Should have never touched, but I don't think regret is one forgotten. Blonded curl, soft skin, stolen night, pull me in. Cause he's turning me on. I like it See, I'll just String along Until you fall So deep Oh, Billy Well done to you, you're <laughs> You're definitely one to watch. What do you think of that one, Matthew? Oh, beautiful. Yeah, great to hear original music. Sarah Brookfield is one to watch, so she is, definitely. Totally, yeah. yeah. Well what, done. Oh, what, what instrument have you brought with you? Is that the clarinet? Yeah, I have the clarinet, Keith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started the clarinet. Uh, my dad had a clarinet, so that's how I started that instrument, this wow. instrument. So you, you, you like a challenge, don't you? Well, sure, why not? Yeah, you do like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you making a few bob now? Well, trying to break even, as I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Playing and composing and doing a lot of teaching too, so... Yeah, trying to mix the things like a lot of freelance. Yeah, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. And wh when is the gig in the Tidebrook, Matthew? Yeah, it's Sunday the 26th at 8pm, so... Of uh, this month? Of this it? month, of February, yeah. It's only yeah. around the corner, so it is. Absolutely. And uh, what time of the day is that on it? That's 8 o'clock in the evening. And are, is it selling fairly well for you? Yeah, yeah, it's selling well, so um, really looking forward to playing there. Uh, I know, we're a little bit time for time today, yeah. so we might just get to music, but you can come in before the 26th, but you've been coming in to me since you were a child. Yeah, I'd say over the years, quite a lot. Yeah, you have yeah, been, so, yeah. yeah. I remember you coming in and you were still in school. Yeah, 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 back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I won't ask you what age you are now, but you've had great success as a family though, haven't you? Mm, yeah, yeah, I guess when we grew up, all of me and my siblings grew up playing music and uh, being part of it in the community and yeah, it, it was in the home as well. So we had, a, we had a good, rich time growing up and we still play together, although um, all my siblings are in different countries, so... It's maybe it's kind of hard then to play together. It's tricky, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we do try to actually travel as much by boat as possible, so that that makes it harder. So just with less flights. Um, but we what? did it. We did it um, over the Christmas. We got trains and boats to Berlin, where my brother Peter is. So why, why trains and boats? Is uh, it environmentally, I guess, and just slow travel and taking your, taking the time. Um, when you can, when you can take it. I love the idea of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking slow travel back to Galway City. After oh, good. Yeah, the Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and I'm putting on the heater in the car and that nobody try and stop me doing that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, will you pop into us before the 26th? I will indeed, you know, But it's, it's lovely yeah. to see you and I mean... Thanks so much. It's, it's, we go back a long way, so mm-hmm. we do. So mm-hmm. no more than with Matt Cunningham. Uh, I'm going to have to unfortunately move on, guys. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Matthew, for popping into us. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you before the 26th. Great, thanks so much. And don't, don't bring the orchestra into me again, please. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> a quick commercial break, we're back, and we have some lovely people to meet between now and 12. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. Don't be doing that to me. You, you know, you've, you've done that once too often today. Five, four, three counts. I can't count like that. Morning to you. Welcome back to uh, um, Head. We're with, we're with you right through until 12 midday. I want to go to Paul Burton, who joins me today. And uh, Paul, the um, morning to you. How are you today? Thanks. I'm well, thank you. Come here to me. You were involved with Bosco. I was. Uh, that was a long time ago. The last that's programme I made, actually, was the day Princess Charles and Lady Diana got married. So that's how long ago it is. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Time ago. Is it your fault that they broke up then? Not at all. No, no, no. Bosco's fault. Bosco's fault. <laughs> yeah. What was it like working with Bosco? It, that was great. The, the RT eating was just great crack there, you know. And uh, like we just spoke to the... Marian, Miriam Lambert did Bosco, you know. She yeah. was the puppet. And we interacted. You know, whatever came out, we thought. We'd, we'd fairly well scripted, that kind of thing, you know. And then what brought you to Hedford? Colleen. <laughs> the other half, she's from Hedford, and I'm 14 years in Hedford now. Or is 14, depends on what part of Dublin you come from, you know. <laughs> is, is it 1 4 or 4 1? 1 4, 14 <laughs> years in Hedford now. 14? Yeah, yeah and, I, and I must say, I have to say this about Hedford, it's absolutely one of the friendliest places I've ever been to. Yeah. People really, you know, welcome you in and, and make you feel, you know, part of the community, and that's very important. Yeah. And as part of that, uh, what, what really helped me here, here, it was mentioned earlier, is the men's shed. Yeah. And through, through solace, of course. And the men's shed has been great. I, 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 you know, it's hard to get to know people, but through that, I got to know loads of lads around the town, and it's, it's, a, it's a great sort of, you know, social boost. Good on you. 14 years here, and you're one of, you're one of them now, so you're... Oh, I, well, I can't use the accent, though, you know. I know. But, uh, I, love, I love part of it. I love the... We also... What came out of the, the men's shed was the choir. The core of male singers that grew out of the, the men's shed, and we're, we're not bad. We're coming on. We've been to Iceland. We sang there, and we're going to Scotland now uh, in April. Good so on you. It's, it's great. You, you didn't cause the ash cloud when you were there, did you? No, no. But I say the oh. other clouds could have been caused, all right? <laughs> not the ash. Um, but I must say, I, I love it. one thing. I, 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 since I came to Headford, right? What really stunned me is the Ross Early Friary, and why. You haven't got an interpretive centre there. Why isn't it lit up at night? Why isn't it a big tourist attraction? I can never, ever understand that. Okay. I want to see that happen. I'll be back in about six months' time in Hedford. You have that done by then. I will, of course. Yeah. Make, make it four months. Absolutely. Sirica Walsh is a teacher, indeed, uh, with Murray's Burl as well. Sirica, morning to you. How are you? Good morning. How are you? The Burl family are very talented. Yes, and I was very lucky to be a student and now a working teacher among them. So. And how are you managing? Loving it, yeah, Good. yeah, yeah, great. Do you, like, do you love passing on the I do, yeah, that's what it's music. all about. I mean, that's what was given to me, and I'm there to share that again with children in the community and the wider community. I mean, we have a ladies' choir, we have a children's orchestra, and there's a whole body of teachers working, teaching a variety of instruments from woodwind to strings to piano and voice. C- c- and can you teach anybody an instrument? Anybody can learn. You know where learn. I'm going here now, don't you? 
are you looking for are you looking for lessons? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to challenge him to, to light up the friary, but also to learn an instrument, uh, Mr. Burton. Yeah. What's there? You go. I'm, I'm learning an instrument. You're learning it as you speak. Concertine. Yeah. Ah, you're a, you're too ahead of me, so you're Paul. Well, the men's choir are growing; they're not just a, yeah. a choir. So it's, uh, it's if people want to get details though about learning how to play music in Hedford, how can they get details on that? Um, Hedford Music Works, where um, I suppose Matt, Matthew Beryl and myself would be two of the main contacts. I mean, mm. a lot of it is word of mouth and I would teach in a number of the schools around so I'd have, have a lot of children. Um, so you'd be well so, known. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well known. Listen, thanks for popping into us and just keep us up to date by the way with the various classes that you're doing as well. Yes. I want to quickly run across to Matt Cunningham uh, who's way over. I don't know how far over. Matt, morning to you. Good morning, Keith. How are yeah. you? And Ita, how are you today as well? Thanks Very for popping into us. How are you? How are good you? Yeah, good we're good, thanks. You, yeah. you have yeah. a bit of music and then we'll have a chat if we have time coming up. To. What are you going to play for us, right. Matt? The wonderful uh, Matt. We'll play, we'll play a few jigs, Keith, and uh, for a change I know the name. Oh, do I know the names? <laughs> um, you haven't changed in 40 no, years. No, no, the, la- the last <laughs> one is Rocking the Boat. Rocking the boat is the last one anyway. So a couple of jigs. Yeah, you, you take it. 
Matt, you you are Mr. Hedford, you know that, don't you? Oh, stop, Keith. Yeah. Well, I'm called many things, I suppose, from time to time. But yeah. But uh, anyhow, well, should I never left it anyway? That's you didn't, important. No, and you, you could have. We go back a long way, so we do. We do and I'll tell do, you one thing. It's I heard you giving us a, a, a slight mention this morning, but uh, 40 years ago, is it or something? 42 years Galway. ago, yeah. Taste of Galway in the Great Southern and you were You were running the show that time, too. You were looking after <laughs> sound and lights. and My wife was doing the, the follow spot for you and for Emilia. And if she got the if she got the colour wrong for Amelia, she was in trouble. Can we yeah. did all of the family? I know Isa and I know Eric, but did all of the family go into music? Yeah, mostly. Um, yes, Isa and uh, my two sons, uh, Eric and Joseph. Yeah, they're all they're all at the music. Uh, not it's not their full time job, but they play. No. You know, and they still play with me now and again. And uh, Joseph, my eldest, is up in County Leash, so he he plays with me when we're up around that. Yeah, and are you still on the road, you are? I am. I pulled back a small bit from some of the longest shows. Small now, bit. Since, like, what does that mean? Since uh, you're out six COVID nights a week now. Well, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I used to do a lot down around Cork and those places. I don't know why Cork, but it was always a uh, yeah. place we went a lot. But I pulled the plug in a lot of that now. Do you know? And, and a lot of it, not all of it. Yeah, but you still look at you. You're still but, as fit uh, as a fiddle. Harry, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, Keith. Yeah. Really, you know. And I and I still, I'm teaching the music as well. You know, so oh, that keeps well. me happy during the day. You know. Yeah. And do you yeah. go to schools or do you do it at home? Schools and both, both schools and private lessons in the evening. Yeah. Good on you. I enjoy the kids. They're 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 great. And you you, you pass it on, but you're multi-talented. Yeah. It's not just the accordion. No, you Asher. are. I, I love you're, it. You're multi-talented, though. I, I love it, Keith. You yeah. Know, you know. But you always have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew you were first more than myself. We had a full head hair, so we had, and it was, and it wasn't going grey either. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's that's what time does. Yeah, to it does. It does indeed. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, uh, yeah, we had yeah great times down 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 through the years, you know, and uh, it, a lot of it went over our heads, I suppose. You know, it was so busy, busy, busy. But you're uh, kind of living through I, it. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm kind of uh, enjoying it more now than than. I think I was some years ago, 20 or 30 years ago, you know. I suppose the slower pace. That's, that's the reason, I think. You and know. you're taking a breath to enjoy. Uh, and, yeah, and when the, when the COVID came in uh, and the lockdown and that, well, I, I kind of sat back and I had a lot of tunes uh, composed at the time, but going back for years and years, uh, just, uh, uh, for example, they were all in cassette tapes, or most mm. of them. And they were left in a drawer, and every time I'd look at them, I'd get depressed and say, when am I going to write out those, you know? Yeah. But I sat down during the days, and I gave it a lot of days and weeks, and then once in 2020, and I wrote them out. So that kept me busy for that period of time. It kept you out of trouble, and gave it your is. wife a break then, God love her. It is, it is, yeah. 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 How is she doing? She's great, she's great, Keith, yeah. yeah. She's great now. She yeah, put up with a lot because you're away an awful lot. Mm. Yeah, she, I, I know, I know. And Sorry again, not to make you feel great and guilty. I, and <laughs> <laughs> Again, in recent times, I'm thinking of that more than, you know... I think we all do, though. Hmm? I think we all do. Yeah. You think yeah. about what you didn't do. But yeah. we have to be positive now. Yeah, we have. We, we have, have to be. We have to be positive, you know. Listen, you're good to pop into us uh, yeah. today. Anita, thanks you yeah. as well for popping in. It's lovely to see you again. Uh, can we send best wishes to Centurion, Centenarian uh, Nora Gleeson of Hedford? She's celebrating her birthday today uh, from all of her friends. Imagine. Lovely Imagine. lady. Lovely lady. Will you hit the 100, will you? Mm. Will you hit the 100? Well, I'll do my best.
You're a long way away from it now, so yeah. Yeah, well, listen, we, we send best yeah, wishes yeah. Uh, to her. Uh, thank you to all of the team here, by the way. There's uh, too many to mention uh, within um, Headford for their assistance uh, with uh, with uh, today's programme. Uh, a huge crowd. Can I send greetings to, to Teresa Audley uh, from Tesco across the road here? Uh, is, is she 60? Is she 60? She is. Uh, but she's been sending over um, cups with hot water and it's thawed me out up here, so she has. Uh, so, Teresa, thank you indeed uh, for that. That's it for today from Headford. That's it to, for today, for this week. Coming up on Monday morning's programme, uh, concerns raised by international students across Galway following the closure of the International House Galway. Um, again, seizure first aid is coming uh, to the fore on National and International Epilepsy Day on uh, Monday. Alone asks, does affordability outweigh an older uh, person's rights and entitlements? Uh, we'll be looking at that on the uh, programme. It could be John Morley. I mightn't be in on Monday or Tuesday, but if I am, we'll be covering that. If not, John will be covering it. But that is it. A sincere thank you to all of the team here in Hedward, each and every one of them, uh, for making it possible uh, today. And again, don't forget the best of goes out tomorrow morning between 8 and 9. And uh, we'll talk to you early next week, so we're all going well. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, comments at galwaybfm.ie. To all in the in Hedford and in the hall here and uh, to all in uh, GRD and everywhere else a sincere thank you we shall talk to you on Monday have a good and a safe weekend talk to you then Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.